0: We are out here, fourth day in a row, on the podcast for you young boys, and today we got a great show for you guys, another NBA podcast today brought to you by Basket Bros. My name is Brian and we are going to have a few things today that we're going to talk about, such as Jalen Brown's input on if he's happy when LeBron left, hot takes on Klay Thompson and Lonzo Ball, given by Bucket Center, the Instagram page, we got most overrated player in the NBA, yes, the most overrated player, and we got NBA rankings, who will be the 29th team in my nba rankings you'll find out stay till the end of the show we got a great show for you guys and thank you guys for listening so we're going to start off today with a little bit of breaking news actually we got adrian Wojanowski reporting here that isaiah thomas has agreed to the denver nuggets on a one-year veteran minimum contract what that just that blew my mind denver nuggets have we even heard a single thing about Isaiah to the Denver Nuggets? But now that I think about it, it makes so much sense. He's going back to his old coach, Mike Malone, from when he was in Sacramento when he got drafted. And he can come here, prove himself on this one-year contract, play behind Jamal Murray, be the sixth man for the Nuggets, and he's going to get a lot of playing time, I think, in this, in this offense. So I think... This signing for the Denver Nuggets was a great signing. I know, Isaiah Thomas had a rough year last year. Statistically, he was actually the worst offensive and defensive player in the league, statistically. But, you can't look at stats all the time. You know this guy's special. 30 points a game in Boston, 7 assists, I mean, 53 points in a playoff game. You know he's special. Give him the chance, and that's what the Nuggets are doing. And I think... If Isaiah Thomas goes out here and proves himself, maybe wins Sixth Man of the Year, you got a big contract coming for you, Isaiah. And I'm I'm really happy for Isaiah. This is a guy I'm pulling for all the time. He he's such a huge heart, heart over height. And I'm 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 pulling for you, Isaiah. Let's let's go win some. Let's go get some money, huh? All right, we're going to get into the show now after that breaking news. Um, We're going to get into the Jalen Brown situation. So Jalen Brown had a reporter and they asked him, you know, are you happy with LeBron leaving the East? Which is, to me, a stupid question. I mean, obviously you're happy with LeBron leaving the East, but Jalen had a different take on this. So Jalen says, to be honest, I wanted him to stay. I was kind of mad. I wanted to be the team to go through him. I feel like we could have done it last year, but we fell a little bit short. Now Jalen Brown here, I know you guys were really close. The Celtics almost beat LeBron, almost snapped that eight final streak that's that that streak he's had. but Jalen, you gotta feel a sense of like a sense of relief that he's gone. I mean, you have nothing to worry about. The East is wide open for you guys. Don't you feel relief? I think... I know. He's a competitive player. He wants to be the team that gets through LeBron. He wants to be that team that can say, I beat LeBron James. I took the crown from LeBron James of the East. He wants to be the new king of the East. And I respect him for that. So, Jalen Brown, props to you, bro. That, that, That's, that's, that's a pretty... Bold thing to say there. This is why I like Jalen Brown as a player. He won't back down to nobody. Remember last year in the playoffs? That whole situation with I can guard LeBron. LeBron's just another player. And then LeBron took him to school. (laughs) But, you know, I think this competitive nature of Jalen Brown is nothing to be scared of, Celtics fans. Alright. You guys are going to the finals this year. You will get swept by the Golden State Warriors. But, Jalen Brown... You guys got a star to look forward to. We're going to go into our next topic here. We got some hot takes from the Instagram page, Bucket Center. Remember, go give him a follow. I've been using him on the last couple podcasts. But Bucket Center has a couple hot takes for you here. So, Bucket Center posts two pictures today. We're going to go to the first one. This one's about Clay Thompson and DeMar DeRozan. So, guys, take a listen to this. So, this season... Was my last straw for DeMar DeRozan. I'll take Clay Thompson over him in the modern NBA. He shoots better, defends better, has a higher IQ, and elevates his play in big postseason moments. Unlike DeMar, who crumbles. There have been several times in the past, couple seasons, where Clay has balled, and Golden State War, and he's gotten the Golden State Warriors out of tough situations, and he never gets the attention he deserves. That's a pretty hot take, if you ask me. Do I think Clay Thompson is a better basketball player than DeMar DeRozan, or am I taking Clay Thompson over DeMar DeRozan? The answer to me, it's pretty simple. And yes, I am taking DeMar DeRozan. I mean, I am taking Clay Thompson one hundred percent in this situation. You have to take Klay Thompson, he's a better defender than DeMar DeRozan, he, he, his IQ is off the charts, he's a better shooter, shooting is so important in today's NBA, and I think, if call me crazy, but I think Klay Thompson is just a better natural shooter than Steph Curry. Steph Curry has a lot more range than Klay Thompson, but Klay Thompson on catch and shoot is almost automatic. And if you can run plays for him, coming off screens, catch and shoot, that is so valuable for an NBA coach. So am I taking Klay Thompson over DeMar DeRozan? Of course, I am taking Klay Thompson 100% over DeMar DeRozan. I mean, you can look at the playoffs if you want to talk about playoffs. If you want to talk about who elevates their game during the playoffs, it's obviously Klay Thompson. If you look at that Game 6 versus the Thunder, down 3-2 in Oklahoma City, Klay Thompson goes out there and balls, dropping 11 threes, 11 three-pointers for the Golden State Warriors, carrying them to the win. Steph Curry was nowhere to be found that game. Klay Thompson bailed them out. Kevin Durant is going to the finals, and Kevin Durant will be an NBA champion if Klay Thompson misses a couple threes there. That's what that's my take on the situation. If Klay Thompson goes out there and shits the bed, you're looking at Kevin Durant as a as a champion in Oklahoma City. I think he beats LeBron. I think he does. If that happens, I think he beats LeBron. And Klay Thompson is a baller. So am I taking Klay Thompson? Yes, I am. We're going to go to our next hot take here, and this is a different type of hot take. We got Lonzo Ball and Devin Booker. So listen to this. If I was an NBA GM, I'd honestly rather build around Lonzo Ball than Devin Booker. Every aspect of the game outside of shooting and scoring goes to Zoe, and his all-around impact on the game is tremendous as he makes others around him better. The scoring and shooting potential is also there. I agree with you 100% bucket center. I agree with you. I think that Lonzo Ball is a better passer. He's a better defender. He's a better drive to the he has a better drive to the basket. He has better ball handling and he has a better IQ. He just can't shoot the ball as well and you know, he doesn't have that that those uh scoring skills that Devin Booker has, those hezos, those spin moves that Devin Booker has, but those can be developed. but here's the the problem with Lonzo ball, and it's this problem that ESPN and everyone is talking about. It's his dad, it's Lavar. the guy is a is a is a nut job I mean. He's telling the Lakers, he's telling an NBA franchise if you don't draft my son, if you don't draft LeAngelo, I'm ha- asking you to trade Lonzo to whatever team takes LeAngelo. Too bad no NBA team wants LeAngelo ball. It's sad that this dad is ruining this these guys NBA's career. But it's happening, and it's happening before our eyes. And I think it's hilarious that a father can ruin your NBA career. If you don't have Lavar Ball here, maybe there's not as much hype around Lonzo Ball. Maybe he's not expected from as much as he is. And maybe people are actually saying, wow, Lonzo Ball is a good player. But now you have people saying, oh, he's only averaging 10, 7, and 7. That's really good numbers for a rookie. And people are expecting so much of him because you have Lonzo's idiotic dad coming out here saying he's better than Steph Curry. Okay, like what do you expect from the guy? 30 points and an MVP award right out the league? I mean, it's not happening. You gotta put away his dad for a little bit, put away his dad, and just look at the stats. So am I taking Lonzo Ball over Devin Booker to build around for the next 10 years build a championship team, I think I am. There is a lot more scorers in this league than natural playmakers like Lonzo Ball. You have a few natural playmakers in this league that can help you distribute the ball around your team and help you run the offense. There's a lot of scorers in this league. I can name out a bunch of scorers right now. There is a lot more scorers, so... Am I taking Lonzo Ball over Devin Booker to build my team for the next 10 years? I think I am. If I can develop a shot, Lonzo Ball is a much better player than Devin Booker. That's just my take. And we're going to move on here. We're going to move on to our third topic of the night here. We got the most overrated player in the league right now. Most overrated player. So, now the player that I'm going to name right now is the player that he might be your favorite, and you might be blinded by his heroic stat lines and aggressive play, but may not be understanding the game as well, because most of his stats the man puts up on the sheet are sadly pointless to his team, and that is why he is overrated. The man who I am talking about is Russell Westbrook, and I know I'm going to receive so much hate for saying this, but it's so obvious that this man is stat padding. This man would rather get a triple-double than a win for his team. And the end of last season helped me prove this point I am making, because last season there was a game and Russell Westbrook needed 16 rebounds against the, the Memphis Grizzlies to achieve a triple-double for a full season for the second year in a row. And the man does just that, and he goes and grabs 16 boards, and, you know, it's not like the guy grabs 16 boards a night. He's, he's grabbing around, obviously he's grabbing around 10, so is it, is it ironic that he's just going out there and grabbing 16 rebounds on the night that he needs 16 rebounds for a triple-double? This man is a stat patter. These stats do not matter. These stats do not matter for his team, as you can tell. But the whole game, the whole game that he got the 16 rebounds, he was just leaving his guy open and going in for a rebound, which is hilarious. And I'm just saying, like, not to be looking at the stats to only grade Westbrook, but I mean, like, if he was as great as his stats show, why isn't he carrying his team in the playoffs like LeBron? Why can't those triple doubles lead to Ws? Is it just because the stats are useless? It's just because of that. Alright, the stats are useless. They're not helping lead the team to victories. That is why he's the most overrated player in this league. The stats that he's putting up, the, the 12 rebounds, Steven Adams is boxing out and letting him get these rebounds so he can get the stats. If you look at him, he's just leaving his defender to go and get rebounds. I could see if you saw him boxing out, going up and grabbing the rebounds. And sometimes you do. I am not saying he's not a good rebounding guard. He is the best rebounding guard in the league. But no guard is going to go out there and average 10 rebounds a game without a little stat padding. And this, this playoffs, he goes out there against the Jazz. They are heavily favored in this series. Heavily. They have the two best players in this series, Russell Westbrook and Paul George. And what happens? They shit the bed. They shit the bed. They lose in five. And that had me questioning, is Russell Westbrook that great of a player? Does he have the same impact on a team that LeBron and Steph do for their teams? And it's a no. Russell Westbrook is just stat-padding. He's a terrific scorer and a terrific playmaker, but if you're going to leave your defender out and not play great team defense just so you can get an extra rebound, just so you can feel better about yourself about a triple-double that night, you're not helping your team. You're not a championship player, and you will never be a championship player unless you change that attitude. So that is why Russell Westbrook is my overrated player. He is the most overrated player in the NBA. Call me if you disagree. 603-560-4979. Call me. I haven't got any calls yet. Call me if you disagree. I know there's a lot of you Westbrook fanboys out there. He averages a triple-double. Yeah, he averages a triple-double. Stat padded. I mean, it's just insane. It's just insane. I'm going to go into my fourth and final topic of the night tonight. We have the Atlanta Hawks. And the Atlanta Hawks are my 29th team in the league. They are the 29th rated team in the league for me. This is my standings. This is my power rankings. And just listen to the starting lineup. So they got Dennis Schroeder at point guard. Kent Bazemore at shooting guard. Torian Prince at small forward. John Collins at power forward. And they got Dwayne Dedman at center. Alright? So, that's that starting lineup Like is not biggest problem for this team now the problem there's a lot of problems for the hawks here they got a new head coach young unproven players but the thing that stands out to me is that the problem is the bench here i mean have you ever heard of any of these players i'm going to name you some of these players here i want you to tell me if you ever heard of these players so you got tyler dorsey antonius cleveland jalen morris deandre Bembry. Omari Spellman, Kevin Huerter. I mean, who are these guys? I, I, do you really expect to win NBA games with these Walmart managers on your bench? I mean, the Hawks look terrible right now. And the only bright spot I've seen from them is John Collins. I think the guy is going to be a great player. He has dominated the summer league And it just shows me that he's going to be a great player. I also like Torian Prince. He will be a great starter in this league for years to come. But these are not guys to build around. They do not have this franchise player to build around. That's what they're looking for. And that's what... That's what Mo Bamba could have been for them. That's what Luka Doncic could have been for them. But they went ahead and they drafted... Trey Young. And you guys know my feelings about Trey Young. I mean, the guy has no defensive potential. And I know he's been doing well in Summer League. You had Markel Fultz dropping 20 points in Summer League last year. I mean, you have these no name guys coming out here in Summer League doing some of the things you see Trey Young doing. This isn't impressive. I need to see it on the NBA level. I I just can't buy into it. This guy can be a good offensive scorer. But I just don't see him being utilized because he can't defend. He has no defensive potential in my eyes. He is too small, too scrawny, and too stupid for this league. He makes careless turnovers, and I know he's been keeping those turnovers low during the summer league, don't get me wrong, but Trey Young is not a player you want to build around Atlanta, and this team is going to need to find a miracle to somewhat be competitive in the league this season, and that is why they're my number 2019 this year. And that is where I am going to end this podcast today, guys. I hope you guys like the show. You know, I'm going to be posting every single day. Every single day. Get on the hype train. This is for real. I am not leaving. We are out here right now, young boys. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow the Instagram. Basket Bros Podcast, So you can get notified when I post. Let's go make this big thing big, huh? Let's go make this thing big. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.